All right, welcome to Against All Odds, part of the Extra Points Podcast Network, powered by our friends at FanDuel. Cousin Sal here with Hill producer Jim Cunningham and my gurus of gambling, my wizards of wagering, my barons of betting, my overlords of the odds, the degenerate trifecta, Harry, brother Brian, Darren, the parlay kid. What's happening, fellas? What's going on, Sal? Hey, Sal. What's going on, buddy? Well, I got to tell you, I have uh, a little melancholy feeling, a little sadness, but I'm also appreciative. It's We are recording this um, Thursday night, March 11th, and one year ago, almost right to the hour, Rudy Gobert um, vomited, and they called off that Utah game. This is like uh, hours after he pretended to have COVID, which no one really knew what the hell it was. Most people didn't, at least, touching all the microphones. And then he uh, he vomits, I think, in the back room, and, and they they flip out. They send everybody home. There's like this COVID tunnel. They send everyone home. They cancel that game. Now, Harry had bet on the vomit. He had bet on what Gobert had <laughs> eaten for lunch, and I think he took chicken pot pie at 17 to 1 odds and, and lost. He had uh, four Indonesian basketball favorites tied to that. But um, anyway, it was not a, a joking matter. Hours later, as I remember, Tom Hanks comes out, and says he has it. He was in Australia, I believe. And we were, uh, we, I, we didn't know what the hell to think. Like, first of all, we were going to die from this. Uh, our sport's going to be canceled forever. And then the next day, St. John's is playing who, Harry Creighton? Creighton Opener yeah. of the Big East tournament. It was on a Thursday. And they're up by three at half. And there's yep. rumors and whispers that all these conference tournaments are going to get canceled. And I panicked and I bet $3,000 on St. John's plus six in the second half. <laughs> and I, we never saw it. They didn't yep. let them play. And one by one, do you, I mean, do you guys remember? Were you guys too young for this? No. <laughs> this was, uh, well, I had St. John's that game. So that, uh, that, that was great because the game, it just ended. And then, you know, no win for me. <laughs> yeah, they don't give you your money back for that. They had more bigger concerns than paying Brother Bry off there. But, uh, yeah, I thought that was it. I was like, we may not have, and we didn't have sports for like four months, I, but I'm like, I'm not going to be able to bet again for a long time. I write about this in my book, but it was like two days later that I was betting um, virtual camel racing or some crap. <laughs> I found it, but yeah, Paulie kid, it was a uh, pretty lean times, right? I mean, even doing this podcast was ridiculous. Those last few next few weeks. Yeah, that was uh, looking back. Uh, we somehow survived it uh, during doing our podcast. I think we had some time off yeah. eventually. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, I, I don't know about you guys. I, I think the year has gone kind of quick. So, uh, you know, it's been a fast yeah. year. I can't it, believe it's been a year already. In right? a way we, we it, thought this was going to drag. Come on. Now we're saying, wow, this has been a year already. It went pretty darn fast. I wonder pretty for, darn the, fast. for the kids, if it went fast or not, cause they were stuck at home and everything and we're, we're older and now everything goes fast. I think that is how it goes. But, um, yeah, yeah, it was bad. We I'm trying to think of how we filled the podcast. We did like but we did like rewatchables for sporting events, right? We did we yeah. did a fight. Did we do yeah. what, we, we did, did the McGregor Cowboys Mayweather? Giants. Yeah. Cowboys yeah. Giants, right? The playoff game. We had Al Leiter on. Al Leiter was on Yankees, for Yankees Mets. Um, and then um what we, we did a fight or did we, we not McGre- I, I thought, we did McGregor right. and Mayweather. Yeah, it was bad. And then we would bet like at the end, our best bets would be like <laughs> Honestly, it'd be like Russian soccer. We would try to find like <laughs> there were like three soccer games, and then they would inevitably be canceled too, right? I'm, not, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a huge I'm a huge Dynamo Brest fan now from the Romanian the Romanian Russian soccer now. Yeah. 
That's right. He's a dynamo breast guy. Anyway, wow. So we got through it, Parlay Kid. Whether you think it went fast or not, it's interesting. But then, you know, I'm like, oh, God, thank God. And then we get news uh, early this morning that Duke is out. Um, they were fighting their way back into the tournament. They needed to win. They needed to win the ACC tournament to get in. And now they're out. They had a matchup against Florida State. They never had it. They were 11-11. They had just beaten Boston College and Louisville. Uh, Florida State was a quarterfinal match. And they had a positive COVID test. And they were, had to pull them out of the tournament, which breaks the streak of 24 straight times since 1996. Coach K hadn't missed the big dance since 1995. That's an insane run. Um, Parley Kid, you are Coach PK. What, what kind of speech would you give to your your, your players as wrap up the season? If I'm, if I'm the Duke coach here? If yeah, I'm like, you're Coach PK. Yeah. Uh, yeah coach PK. I like this. Um, I, yeah, I would probably say something like, uh, hey, you know, fellas, uh, you know, my good friend Ric Flair once said, to be the man, you have to beat the man, and we didn't beat shit this year. Uh <laughs> And then I would probably go on to say, um, but on a positive note, gentlemen, we can blame this on COVID for the reason why we didn't make the tournament. We have a very convenient excuse right now, but you lame asses should probably go get your degrees because none of you are going pro on this team. Interesting. We're going to bring in some new recruits. You'll all be off the team by next year. We're going to make the tournament again next year. We'll be back. Have I a love good life, it. guys. Have a good I life. I love it. I really, I got to tell you, Coach PK is not only is, uh, is he more honest than the regular Coach K, but he's like a hundred times more exhilarating in his uh, speech. <laughs> Joel Solomon, did that go every, every bit as good as you thought? <laughs> what did he call them? Uh, wise asses? No. Lame asses. Lame, Lame asses. asses. I don't yeah. know. It was, I was improv. Like it. Come I mean, on, Joel. It was, it was you know, I don't like to curse. I can't get too explicit. Right. But that's Coach PK talking. I like Coach right PK. There, so. I like it. Let me ask you this. Well, Co first Co of all, Coach PK still has no titles, though. <laughs> oh, no, Harry. Come on. Um, that's because you're betting on his games. That's why. Uh, <laughs> hey, a couple of things. First of all, we haven't heard it yet. Louisville was supposed to make the tournament, right? I could check my, my, uh, my, my homemade uh, thing here, my brackets and my who's in and who's out. But, yeah, I'm pretty sure – Louisville, yep, they don't even have a blue dot next to them or anything. Uh, oh, they have a green dot. They were one of the last four buys. So I still think they're in. Um, I don't know if they were infected or anyone was affected. Hey, that was one thing I was thinking. The second thing I was thinking, if this is a regular Duke season and they're a number one seed and they have three losses, is this treated the same way? I guess they could have skipped this and, and been bounced from the ACC but still had a one seed. They still would have been all right for next week. But it's interesting to think how it would have been treated, right, for this? Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, they definitely still would have got a one seed with that. Right. Yeah, it's just a question of, yeah, if, if they couldn't play. Like, if you have a one seed yeah. that hmm. if you have a one seed that just can't play in time, I, I don't know what they're going to do. Hmm. Go ahead, Harry. What, you were going to say that? No, I agree. And also, I mean, what, just, what would be the odds right now that the con the, the tournament's postponed or or, or off. Don't say entirely. this. Why? What I do know. Mean, NCAA I'm just saying. Tournament? I'm just saying. What would be the odd? Like if that were to happen down. The, we, we, I know we have a week to go, but still. Ugh. 
I don't know. Well, 110%. What do you want us to say here? I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. Minus, minus, I don't know. Minus 7,000. That it, that it go, that they play. That it, that they play. Yeah. Right. All right. I I don't even want to think about it. They have to do it. They can't rob us two years in a row. I think we're on the right path. The Duke thing is a hiccup. They weren't making it anyway. I hope we can move on for it. Now, uh, as far as giving picks here, we are in no man's land. Like I said, it's Thursday night, about a quarter to seven um, Pacific time. Basically, the top half or the bottom half, however you want to read it, of every bracket in the conference tournament is filled. And the last two games are undecided. Certainly, the, the couple matchups in each conference are undecided. But we do have six games we want to key on that play Friday. Hopefully, you uh, hear this in time. Parley Kid, let's go to the ACC. Dukes, uh, who would have been their opponent, Georgia Tech, against Virginia, the one seed. Virginia laying four. Virginia just beat up on uh, Harry Syracuse team. Close close game. Buddy Bayheim's going pro. You're happy, Harry. That's okay. Um, <laughs> Syracuse may still be in it. That's a different story. But, Parley Kid, which way are you going? You like the total in this game. Yeah, I like the total here. I, you know, last a couple days ago, I gave out Georgia Tech to maybe be the sleeper team of this tournament here. Uh, They have won seven in a row. Uh, They were not impressive uh, in game one here uh, against the Hurricanes. So I'm looking at the under here, which if uh, you guys could maybe correct me if I saw it at 129 and a half. I believe that's right. Yeah. The number I saw, Sal. Um, And uh, how do I know what the number you saw? What do I I, I, sitting on your lap (laughs) while you're at the computer? (laughs) I don't know. Uh, no, I think, uh, let me check. I think that's right, though. It's, I think I checked it. It's, yeah, 129. 129. All right, that's what I thought, which I, I really love the under here, being that the two times they played this year, you had a 126 total, mm-hmm. and you had a 106 total mm-hmm. between the two teams, right? They 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 played a, a 57-49 game mm-hmm. just uh, several weeks ago. Right. 106 points. Now, we know Virginia loves to play defense. Uh, Most of their games are low scoring. Uh, Georgia Tech is a pretty uh, defensive team as well. I don't think this game reaches uh, that number just based on their two previous games and uh, the fact that that both teams, you know, they're going to be playing their best defense tomorrow on top of it. So take the under. 129 and a half right there. All right. Um, you know, this uh, Georgia Tech, they, you said they beat. They didn't look good playing Miami. I have a new theory, and it's it's only worked the last couple of days. But, you know, remember the other day I had Gonzaga um, over, what did I have, Harry? Over 70. 79 and a half the first 79 game. and a half points. They, with 343 left, they had 75, and they ended with 78. So then I instead of getting mad at a team, which is often what I do, I get mad. I don't want to deal with them for like weeks. I uh I bounced back with them. I took Gonzaga over 84, I think, 84 and a half, and they ended up four and a half. And they ended up <laughs> you memorize everything. <laughs> and they ended up with 88 uh to win their uh ter- tournament there. Which by the way, we have to get into whether we're pronouncing the w- the word tournament correctly. Um that 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 created a big uh division. <laughs> Scott Holmes, Joel, Joel Solomon, what were they saying? Or Jim Cunningham, what were they saying? We're saying it wrong? Is this a Long Island thing? It's we're a not tournament. It's tournament. They no, say it's that. Not. I it's say tournament. tournament. It's tournament. Yeah, it's tournament. O U T O U R. Yeah. And you you can make a case so that the that the that the word T O U R is pronounced tour. Heck of a teacher, Darren. 
Yeah. Harry, wait, how does, how does Harry say it? We all say tournament. Say it, Harry. Tournament? No. Yeah, say it wrong. Tournament. It's tournament. It's yeah, it's tournament. tournament. It's tournament. Well, you, you, you say it like you're you're a, a babbling lunatic. That's it's tournament, tournament. Uh, spaghetti. Let's hear it. I definitely say uh, tournament. 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 Good. There you go. Uh, Mikey meatballs. It's tournament. <laughs> what? <laughs> you live in the same house as the parlay kid. He brought you up wrong. It is tournament. I guess it sounds cooler to say tournament. Well, not- yeah. I mean, you'll say tourney, right? Like if you're yeah. if you're gonna say like abbreviate it, but. I it's saw. so weird because people get, they say Gonzaga and it's Gonzaga. It's the Zags, right? Right, right. All right. Well, this, yeah, I mean, the pronunciations are really uh, dividing the country here every March between tournament and, and Gonzaga and a lot of things going on. But anyway, what did I say? Oh, so uh, I, uh, what the hell was I saying? Oh, I, I bounced back because I, uh, I had Clemson over Miami and that was a, that was a nail biter at the end. I lost that, but I was like, all right, instead of getting mad at Miami, uh, I'm going to go against them again. And so I took Georgia tech and they so barely like, held on. That's, that's like what, what we do in blackjack. Right. And then, uh, I think that's what we do. <laughs> and then, and then it eventually kills us. It doesn't work out. Yeah. They're not bringing markers to the table. That's for sure. All right. So, um, let's look at big 12 Baylor playing Oklahoma state. The, the one seated bears minus nine. That's pretty big for a semifinal game. Over uh, Oklahoma State, who upset the uh, West Virginia. Am I right? West Virginia was the three seed. That would make sense, right? Yeah, yeah. it was three six, and so they're a nine point favorite, Harry. But you like the underdog here? Uh yeah. Look, nine, like you said, Sal, is a big number. Oklahoma State seven and one straight up in their last eight when they played in Stillwater. Uh, the Cowboys didn't have Cade Cunningham, and they, uh, who's probably saying it's going to be the number one pick in the draft. And uh, they they were ahead of them at halftime. Um, they covered uh, Oklahoma State last week versus the Bears. Uh, and Baylor last few games they struggled. Uh, they they uh, barely got by Iowa State, who had two wins. They lost to Kansas by thirteen a couple Saturdays ago. Scaped in overtime against West Virginia and and played a pretty bad game today against a really bad Kansas State team. Give me Cade Cunningham here, rolling with the uh, Cowboys plus the nine. Hmm. I don't know. Maybe they do go through the motions. I have a feeling at the end of the weekend, we're like, why don't we just all take Baylor minus 200 to win this um, Big 12 uh, tournament? But um, we <laughs> hey, did minus 140 the other day when I gave him. Was it 140? Oh, yeah. that's right. Yeah. When you gave it up. Wow. Yeah, yep. it jumped around. Well, that that was that's sickening. We really should have jumped on that. All right. Brother Brian, Michigan, Maryland. What was the score today? Maryland. Uh, wow. They disposed yeah, Mar- of Michigan State and it wasn't really. Actually, it was thirty four thirty at half, but then they uh, they opened it up. Second half, they ended up winning by eleven against a Michigan State team that kind of again I can look at my color coded chart, but they kind of needed to win to stay alive here. Um, they may get in anyway. Sixty eight fifty seven was the final there. Now they're playing Michigan. The Wolverines are an eight point favorite. They're going to be a one seed in the tournament. Do they need this win? Would you like them to win big? Uh, yeah, I like them to win big. Look, Harry and I both had uh, Michigan State today. Harry had him on Caesar. I had him regular, and they <laughs> they lost both of them. So that was great. Um, but yeah, I'm not getting suckered into a Maryland bet tomorrow. Like they've been really good defensively, but they have trouble scoring. Um, it's just yeah, I'm, I'm not going against Michigan. I'm probably I'm probably gonna end up backing them for a lot in the tournament in general. But look, they're only giving up 62 points per game over the last five. 
Maryland's going to be lucky to score in this game. They'll, they'll be lucky to get to 60. I think they're going to have a tough time getting to 60. Michigan's Michigan, it's funny. I, I know they struggled in that Illinois game, struggled a little bit in Michigan State, but they, they always seem to have guys wide open all over the court. So they're going to go on their runs. They're going to be able to score. And in their two games they played earlier this season, Michigan beat them by 24. They beat them by 11 on the road. I'm going to say this game is like 75 to 59, Michigan. Ooh. All right, well, that's enough. That certainly is. That's yeah. 19, uh, 16, 16 points. I forgot yeah. how to add 16. Okay, yeah. so if you're, if you're laying eight, if you're new to this, and you're laying eight <laughs> points and you win by 16, that is enough. Don't let, uh, you know, whatever betting provider you go through, don't let them try <laughs> to convince you that that's not enough. That is enough if you have uh, Michigan minus eight and they win by 16, as Brother Bryce said. Tennessee, Florida. Tennessee is minus three over florida that was a weird game right with florida i didn't catch most of it i was i was checking the updates but um they were up by a dozen and a half against a, a bad vanderbilt team and then vanderbilt kind of came back i think vanderbilt took the lead right in the second half got scotty pippen jr i think ended up with 23 or something but florida won 69 63 parlay kid you're not buying it you like tennessee uh laying the short number yeah i like tennessee here this is a pretty even matchup between these two teams, I have always been a fan of Coach Rick Barnes. I know some people don't love him. Mm. Uh, I think he gets a lot of that out of his team. I think he makes them play good defense. Uh, I think if in an adjusted defense, Tennessee is ranked like fifth in the country. Mm -hmm. Okay, so that's a that's an important stat here. Young freshman guard Jaden Springer, uh, six four guard, averages about 13, 14 a game. Going to be a good pro, I believe, too. Uh, this matchup is they've split the matchup so far this year. Tennessee got blown out by Florida in January. Mm -hmm. And uh, just last uh, on Sunday, this uh, past Sunday, Tennessee won by nine or 10 points. Uh, kind of in, a, in a, a close battle most of the game until Tennessee pulled away. I expect that they, so they made an adjustment from the first time they played. I think they maintain that. I think they win this game going away late you know, six, seven points. Going to be close, though, for a while. But I think they eke it out, take uh, Tennessee minus three. Interesting. All right. Uh, Harry, and more Big Ten stuff here. Another game, Ohio State. I was surprised. I thought this would be a little higher. But then again, Ohio State is the five seed. Purdue is the four seed. Ohio State, a one-point favorite after beating Minnesota. Again, they had a big lead early and then it tightened up and what did they ended up winning winning by it wasn't like five too, it was like 79, five 74 right? yeah 79 74 uh ohio state won i don't know we all 79 75 at final score uh suing at 16.7 rebounds but uh they were outscored by eight in the second half you like ohio state here who's looking out very very outside shot at getting a one seed probably a two yeah, I mean, look, we had talked about this before earlier this week. They had lost four in a row. They got off the schneid. A little rusty, you said, today against Minnesota, but they got the win. But I gave out on Tuesday Ohio State at plus 550 to win the Big Ten tournament. So I'm going to continue rolling with the Buckeyes here. I'm sticking with them. Uh, I Listen, I'm going to go not even going to look at the numbers, the odds, because they played Purdue twice. Purdue's beaten them twice. Purdue's beaten uh, won five in a row. I don't care about any of that. I'm rolling with Ohio State all the way. I love A.J. Liddell. I love Dwayne Washington. 
And uh, this is going to be uh, a different. I know Purdue's beat, like I said, beat them twice, not three times, not three times this year. Ohio State minus the one. Wait, oh, Purdue beat them twice. You're saying it's not going to happen yeah. three times. Mm-hmm. I see. All right. Uh, Bri, you're going a little off the board, not one of the major conferences. We try to get the Oregon-Oregon state line, but it, we don't really have it, right? Uh, it's not up as yeah, of almost 7 up. o'clock. Um, so you're going Cincy-SMU. SMU is laying six points. You like the underdog here. Yeah, I, I like Cincy getting the six here. I feel like this they made this lineup just based uh, on on the records. You know, SMU's 11-4, and four, uh, but they were 5-4 and four in their last nine games, and they haven't played in a month. The last time they wow. played a game was February 8th. So wow. not that Cincy has been great, but they finished up the season seven and three in their last 10. I just, I'd have some confidence in Cincy, you know, regardless who's coaching them, I'd have some confidence in them in their tournaments. Um, so they are re- and they already beat SMU earlier in this year. So to me, the line is weird. Um, it seems way too high, but I, I do like Cincinnati here getting six. Oh man, that's a good one. That's a good one. I like that. What is that? A mid-afternoon game? I may have to jump three, on that. Three o'clock Eastern. So. Right. Oh boy, I'm gonna have to jump. <laughs> I can't bet that on uh, Fox Bet Live, but I could. I, I could take it in real life, right? No one's gonna stop me. Plus six for the Bearcats. That's pretty good. Hey, next week we're gonna have uh, Tate Frazier on. Tate, you guys remember Tate, right? Used to produce this very <laughs> podcast. Um, now, Jim, is there going to be some animosity like you took over for Tate when, when he comes back or you, you have to remember Tate would defend Harry tooth and nail, no matter what could do no wrong in Tate's book. And you have kind of taken the uh, opposite approach here, which we appreciate. Believe me, there's always <laughs> been animosity. There's always animosity. Really? Tate the great. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you Completely both unlikable. You, you both left the ringer on the suspect uh, circumstances, but um. <laughs> Next week, you uh, reunite right here on this podcast. Harry, you're happy to have him, right? Oh, love to have Tate on. Always. Best. Tate is an expert on all things uh, NCAA hoops, and he will um, give us advice for the tournament. I think we will go over like all 16 Saturday games or something. We have some kind of crazy plan in place. There's so many games next week. And if that's not exciting enough, you could add a little excitement to your sports watching experience by betting all of them on FanDuel Sportsbook. The app is simple to use. They've got great odds on all different betting markets. Odds boost, specials every day. Some super big boosts each weekend. Uh, Opportunity to win big with FanDuel's exclusive same game parlay feature. You bet small for the chance to win a large sum. You could live bet these games. Easy to place your bet fast, earn a game. You see a trend you like, especially in basketball and tennis. Harry, what's your favorite live betting? Do you do a lot of live betting, Harry? I don't think uh, you do. Used to do a lot of golf, right? But uh, not so much anymore. But betting in, li- in live golf is really fun. Okay. Yeah, yeah I would say, right? Golf is the good one. I guess know? we do golf. I don't even really count it because it, it's like a seven-hour right. thing. So, But yeah, <laughs> yeah, we do. We do bet a lot of uh, in-game Golf right now, FanDuel is letting you place your first bet risk-free up to a thousand dollars. Just place your first bet on anything. FanDuel will refund you up to a thousand dollars back if you don't win. Keep the cash. If you win, you lose entire bet back in sight. Credit. Never tried FanDuel Sportsbook. What are you waiting for? Download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. Get started. Be sure to sign up with promo code against all odds so they know that we sent you. That's FanDuel Sportsbook promo code against all odds wow you could take your free thousand dollars are you you mean to tell me bry if i read that correctly if i listen to you correctly 
you could take the free thousand dollars that FanDuel is giving you, and you could bet it on the Cincinnati Bearcats plus six against a team that hasn't played in almost a month. Is that right? Uh, yeah, February eighth. Do it. Wow, wow, it. that's great. That's Before over that a month. Change. That's insane. Oh, yeah, over a month. My God. All right, do it. FanDuel Sportsbook promo nice. code against all odds. All right, let's go to Major League Baseball. Thought this was fun. There's so much to. What did we do last week? We went. We do MVP and Cy Young last week for Major League Baseball. There's so yeah. much to. There's so much to do. We want to do home runs today. Who's going to be the home run leader? Um, you know, in the coming weeks, I think we're going to have Jen Piacenti on. She's by the way, she's a lunatic with this. We did our futures bet draft, and she what did she pick, Parley? Did she pick the Astros mm, Astro. to lead the division by the All Star break? Yeah, she has Frazier to be the home run leader at the All Star break. Yeah, right I on the Yankees. We we yeah. asked her in Houston. We're like, why do you like the Astros? Give us tell us. And I think she's still rattling off names for like <laughs> single A prospects and stuff. Like she's amazing. It, it, was, it was great to listen to, though. It was really yeah. fun. Yeah. It was really she good. She knows her stuff. And then someone got hurt. So she'll be, uh, but she'll be joining us. But in the meantime, I thought we'd go over these home run odds because they're great, Harry. And I think I, they probably jump out. When I look at them, I think of like roulette. Then like everything's close to like 30, 35 to one. Yeah. Right? It's like, oh my God, why don't we just pick six of these and, uh, and don't bet anything else the rest of the year? Now, God forbid. What I'm saying is is what we actually do, but or or <laughs> you guys just give me five hundred dollars each, and I'd really go play roulette. Is that a good idea? <laughs> that was a good idea for three days back in 1993, and then an, right. uh, about the yeah. worst idea every day since. Harry, but, Harry, Harry, what are the what are the numbers again, Harry? Twenty three, uh, seven twenty, seven seven twenty, seventeen, thirty two. And five all next to each other on the wheel. Oh, only, by the way, I'm making I'm making a parlay every day. I'm making a, a uh, major league baseball exhibition or preseason parlay every day. Whoever's the fifth, the seventh, the seventeenth, the twentieth team, I'm making a four teamer on that. I don't care who it is. I'm I'm O for whatever, but I'm gonna hit one soon. <laughs> oh yeah, it's gotta come in. Joel, what do you think of that lunacy? I mean, that's with every week we learn something crazy about this. Is preseason games in which the manager we established could really determine the outcome by stopping an inning if his, his, if his pitcher gets uh, is, has too much work. And Harry's <laughs> blindly betting it, Joel. He's amazing with numbers. That's why when I asked him, <laughs> when we played the Mega Millions, I said, Harry, give me your numbers. And he basically gave me five numbers all in order. So, <laughs> what are you talking about? Th- those, those, were the roulette, <laughs> those, were, those were also my roulette numbers. Really? And that didn't work out either? Oh man! Well, that's a mega millions is a different story. Anyway, for uh, regular season home run total, the favorite Mike Trout. You heard of him? Twelve to one odds. Pete Alonso right there at with him at twelve to one. Joey Gallo sixteen. Ronald Acuna Jr. sixteen to one. Aaron Judge eighteen. Bryce Harper eighteen. Cody Bellinger eighteen. Eugenio Suarez eighteen. Juan Soto eighteen. Matt Olson eighteen. A lot of eighteens. Uh, Jordan Alvarez eighteen. Um, and it goes further down the list. And I think we have a few that are um, that I have not mentioned. Um, Parley Kid, start us off uh, with your winner of the home run title. Most regular yeah, season uh, home Sal, runs. I'm rolling with somebody who I don't love uh, mm-hmm. because of his uh, past injury history. Mm-hmm. So I'm rolling the dice on Giancarlo Stanton mm-hmm. at 23 to 1. 
that uh, I'm rolling the dice because I feel like if he plays 140 games, right, maybe even 150 games, somewhere in that area, that's a lot for him because he hasn't done it. Well, last year, nobody did that. Right. But the year before, he didn't do it. Uh, I th- do believe in his first Yankee season, he did it, hit 38 home runs, but never really felt looked comfortable in a Yankee uniform. Mm-hmm. I think after kind of what he did in the playoffs in the fall, I think he's coming in to this season as a much more relaxed Yankee. If he stays healthy, there's no better power hitter in baseball than Stanton. He right. Nobody hits the ball as hard and as far as Stanton. So I'm betting on it that he stays healthy here at 23 to 1. Those are great odds for the guy with the most power in baseball. Great right. odds. Wow. So let's run let's roll with Stanton at 23 to 1. Bank on the let's get him 550 at bats, 600 at bats. He wins this. At I mean, you say one. he doesn't he didn't seem comfortable in a Yankee uniform. Can anyone be comfortable in a Yankee uniform? It's so disgusting <laughs> in the first place to put yourself. <laughs> Harry, you would uh, you go bare chested uh, most of the time. Would you feel comfortable in a Yankee uniform? Absolutely not. No, you wouldn't do it. Because Stanza had to change the uniforms, right? Oh, that's right. He even couldn't although, take it. Although it is funny nowadays. Remember how, like, there, remember when you'd be like double headers, 95 degrees in those baseball uniforms? It's the worst thing ever to wear. And now it's like those uniforms are probably so comfortable. It is true. They they change those up. Yeah. yeah. And yes, the double headers did. are only seven innings. So it's easier. <laughs> uh, all right, brother Brian, while we got you, who are you taking? Yeah, I'm going to go. Uh, it's funny because we're giving out these, like you, like you said, let, let's take five or six of these guys and bet yeah. all and that we're going to do that. And then we're probably also going to take the same five or six guys and bet they are under home run prop totals because <laughs> uh, that, that also is good. Cause I took the under in Stanton <laughs> last year and that was a great bet. Uh, right. Uh, I think it's over under was like 16 and a half, but uh, I'm going to go a, uh, I think it's Eugenio Suarez at 18 mm-hmm. to one. Uh, I took him last week when we did that prop draft at 30 to one. So it's dropped a little bit. Mm. Uh, but Suarez second in home runs in baseball since 2018 had 49 home runs in 2019. Look, he had 15 home runs last year, but 13 of them came in the last, uh, in the final 38 games. So if he's healthy this season, I think last year he went into the season having sh- shoulder surgery. So he's saying he's in the best shape of his life. He's promising he's going to hit 50 home runs this year, saying he's gotten in great shape. Uh, so he's going to be in the discussion at all year. So I loved him at 30 to one. I still like him a lot at 18 to one. So uh, that's, that's my guy there. All right, Harry, I'm surprised you're not taking somebody who had like three home runs last year. It's like uh, 250 to one odds, but you're not, you're playing it pretty conservatively. Yeah. I'm going to go, I'm going to go with another, like you'd mentioned, Sal, a lot of 18 to ones out there. I'm going to take the nationals Juan Soto. I mean, the sky's the limit for this kid. Uh, only 22 years old. Uh, it's played in less than, Two full seasons. He has 69 career homers. Uh, plus, he's, he's he's turning into a fantastic hitter, too. He had 351 last year, 295 uh, for his career. He's got Zimmerman, Trey Turner, uh, uh, and uh, Schwarber to hit around. Uh, at 18 to 1, at 22 years old, who knows how many th- this kid can hit. Yeah. Oh, I love all of these. I'm looking at them now. I mean, even Trout at 12 to 1 is not bad, right? Oh. Like, if you, you, you're taking a favorite that's 12 to 1, the best hitter right. in baseball. But, and I like uh, Jorge Soler as a, uh, the uh, Royal Slugger as a long shot at 48 to 1. 
48. He hit 48 home runs in 2019, and he's 48 to one. He had, I think, eight in 43 games last year. Good which call, still, Sal. It's a good one. Still is around 30 if you, you know, it would be 30. But yeah, if he gets that power back from 2019, he only lost out to Pete Alonso uh, for a major league home run title. But I'm going, I hate to do this. Luke Voigt, 23 to one. Oh, skate. I know. I know. Well, good luck. It'd be a nice loss when he, when he, uh, <laughs> when this, when this sore knee becomes something bigger, but uh, 22 home runs last year. Uh, 30 the year before at 21 and 108. He's 30 years old. He had 21 in 118 games, um, 22 and 56. So extrapolate these. These are, these are, these are what you're saying, Sal, is you would trade Alonzo for Voight. That's, that's, they don't even play the same position. Kind is. That's very nice of you. Excellent. He's 30 years old. I don't know if I, I mean, what, what do you, um, you know, I, I have some theories as why he's getting power all of a sudden as a 30 year old poly kid. You know, that doesn't usually happen. But why do you what do you see? How many is he going to end up with? Well, I actually took him in our, our drafts right. out to have the uh, most home runs at the all star break. Mm-hmm. Just because, like you're saying, I mean, he, he led the league last year uh, in, in home runs. So, yeah, uh, why, who's to say? And he is a very good just hitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a guy who takes the ball out to right center as well in Yankee Stadium, where we know balls fly out of. Right. So I like, I do like that pick. I do like. Although that. I still can't believe he's the home run leader. I mean, how many times we had to just watch him hobbling around the bases? Right. He looked right. like Kirk, Kirk Gibson running around the bases every every time he hit that a home is run. True. Could, couldn't move. Joel or Jim and spaghetti and meatballs. Did you guys uh, pick any home run leaders in our draft in our futures draft? Anybody have Vlad Guerrero Jr. Oh, you took Junior, yeah. Where is he on this list? I think I have Trevor Story. Yeah, Glad I think you're right. So Story is thirty to one. I took uh, Yelich. Guerrero was probably thirty to forty to one. Forty to one. Yelich is a good one. What's Yelich? Uh, Yelich is thirty five. Uh, that's another loser Vandal. for Jim. That's a loser for Jim. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, why don't even I don't even see Vlad Guerrero? Where is he? Uh, is he on this list? He he was like forty to one, I think. Um, last week when we did it says he's lost like 30 pounds right jim i think they took him off i think they took him off unless i'm not reading it my eyes are going Hmm. perfect (laughs) (laughs) i mean wait a minute hold on a second wait just a minute vlad guerrero is not on this list Right, Brian? Am I crazy? Yeah, I'm yeah, looking at it now, Sal, too. Uh, um, I don't know why. Sorry, Jim, you lost. They must, Fandle knows something. He's not on the list. Vlad right is now. not on the list, so sorry. Uh, Babyface Solomon, you didn't take anybody? You know, I was going to, but then Harry convinced me to take Clint Capella for a defensive player. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> That's not even funny. That's Where's Tate? Funny. I need Tate back. <laughs> <laughs> Harry, he had 18 rebounds and five blocks tonight. You're, you, uh, you are right. No, he didn't, did he? He had five blocks. <laughs> he didn't play. Uh, no, 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 he did. He did. He did. But oh uh, well, wow, the the Hawks came back and won by one. They did. Oh, All right, brother yes. Brian won a bet, guys. Whoa! In Capella's defense. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> wow. How much, of a, how much of a money swing is that for you, Brian? Not much, but I had it for EP as my only pick. like three thousand. Yeah. I had the, yeah. Well, the yeah, no. Harry, I'm defending you here. Uh, Come on. 
Uh, speaking my, of uh, it's past my bedtime, so. these guys give out best bets. They give out picks on extrapoints.com every single day. Brian, what is it? It's close to 300. Is it possible it's close to 300? No, it can't be close to 300. It's 200. The pick, how many picks we've done? Yeah. yeah. That, like what, 230 or something? 230, right in there. Yeah. Every day yeah. they go at it. These guys has a write-up with a keen insight. Harry, um, not as keen, but he's shirtless in a lot of these videos. <laughs> sometimes he has his eyes open. Sometimes they're covered with uh, sunglasses. You don't know what's going uh, on. Uh, Harry yeah. has, uh, when we did this Tuesday, he had his sharp tank pick, Fleetwood over Reed. I didn't check the golf today. That, that's a, I have a feeling that's losing. It's uh, two strokes, two strokes. Okay, two strokes. Uh, Parley kid, you had Memphis over the Wizards. Yeah, nice and nice and easy. Nice good, and easy. Good job by you and brother Bry. Spurs over the Magic. Loser. <laughs> right. Uh, my my uh yeah my Tuesday picks have been god awful. Let's get it back, brother Bry. You're changing sports altogether. I like this. I think I like it. Wow. Uh, it's a team I've lost with recently. Who are you going with? Yeah, I am. I'm changing this up. I don't think I've ever done this before. Never done this on Shark Tank. I'm getting mm-hmm. desperate. Uh, I'm going to go with Chelsea on Saturday, minus 135 mm. over Leeds. Mm-hmm. Uh, for some reason, I've been following the Premier League a little bit more and the Champions League uh, much more closely than I ever have before. Uh, but look, Chelsea's hot. I, I think I mentioned, I think once they got that new coach, they've been playing really well, right? But they're 6 0 3 in their last nine Premier League games. They're 9-0-3 overall in their last 12. In those 12, they've only given up three goals. Mm-hmm. And Leeds, uh, they've lost four of five. So I think 135, minus 135, I really like. I would even maybe look at, I know they have a minus one line up there of like plus 220 for them too. So I would look at that as well. I think this is like a 2 nothing, uh, a 2 nothing type game. But uh, yeah, I've. You know, you've gotten into it a little bit, Sal, with the EPL, yeah. and now mm-hmm. you've gotten you've gotten me into it a little bit, and now I feel like this is going to become uh, some more gambling losses. Well, you know what I do, uh, brother Brian. Well, but I, I bet everything. I bet the corner kicks and everything. <laughs> it's, it's stupid, but um, yes, you're right. Fandle off also offers like double chance, so you can get Chelsea and draw at minus four seventy, which I'll parlay with seventeen other things and lose with but uh that that's the way i would go with this and then hope for like uh when it's one one at 90 plus three minutes i'm not uh, you know not tearing my eyeballs out of my head all right i'll consider chelsea at minus 135 parley kid what's your uh, sharp tank pick yeah it's a it's a uh, interesting week this week sal uh well we have a lot going on we're still waiting for some lines though we don't know what's happening mm-hmm. later so i am going to take bryson dechambeau to finish oh. in the top five at the Players' Championship at plus 185 on FanDuel. Uh, DeChambeau is uh, tied for sixth place right now. Uh, he's a few, you know, three under, I believe. Uh, he you know, obviously is now playing really good golf. And mm-hmm. we've seen him go on runs like this before, uh, la- especially last year around the same, well, when, it, when I guess t- later on when they came back from their little hiatus. But he usually you know, backs up a good performance with a good performance. He had a good day today. Uh, I look for him to finish. He plays well on this course. I look for him to finish strong. Top five finish. I'm not asking him to win here. Top five gets you plus 185. Let's take Bryson right there. Is he your favorite to watch right now? Um, You know, I like I said, you guys got me into betting golf like yeah. probably two years ago, three years ago. Um. I, I just I you know what? 
he's all business on a golf course as far as I'm concerned. Um, and he, he's the most, to me, he's the most fun to watch because he just, uh, he can hit the crap out of the ball. You know? He hits the crap out of the ball, but he's got a great short game too. Like a, for a guy that big, it's insane how he could chip it. So he doesn't I, even really care when he overshoots everything by 40 yards well, yeah, and ends up in the sand trap. What I, what I like about him, it's I feel like he's never, he can be in trouble, mm-hmm. but he can get himself out of trouble very easily. Right. Like you never feel like, all right, he, you know, maybe his tee shot goes awry. You don't, you kind of like, I right, he might hit this next one right up, you know, on the green. Uh, yeah. You don't. He's that good. So, yeah, I, I think he's my favorite guy to at least bet on at this point. Yeah. Uh, so I like him at the top five, the plus 185. I think he's – I don't think he's going to falter. I think he's focused right now. And uh, I like the odds there, plus one. Plus Sal, it, Sal yeah. is he your favorite right I now? I think he the- might be. You know what, though? Just in general, I want to say something about golf. And, like, you know, I, I sound like an old man here, but – you know, with basketball, I end up hating almost every team because they screw, you know, you're up, they're up 14 in the fourth quarter and they, they lose by 12, you know, in overtime or something. And that happens to a lot of teams. So you end up hating teams. Same with football. The thing with golf is, you know, uh, Rory McIlroy, I can't stand. He right. can't win any time I ever bet him. Right. Um, Mickelson's kind of the same way for me. You know, they'll, they'll, there are like five golfers I like to stay away from. So that leaves me with, two dozen other really good golfers to choose from, right? I like I love this Victor Hovland lately. Yeah. Uh I like Cam Smith. I like uh I like Bryson. You like, you like Cantley too. You like Cantley too sometimes. Cantley I like, yeah. Yeah, I like uh, I like a lot of these guys. It, 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 Tommy Fleetwood, you know, it gets you in the game. Bry, who's your favorite? Uh well, well Fat Bryson uh, <laughs> I really enjoy. I mean, the fact that you when you celebrate on a a shot that goes into the sand, right? I mean, there, there's shots he's hitting it so far he doesn't even care that he hits right. it into the That's sand the other day, yeah. which is great. Uh, but yeah, prob- I, I, he's probably the most entertaining to me. But I feel a little bit different. Um, I can easily jump ship on these golfers very quickly. Like if they if yeah. they screw me over big time on a matchup or something, oh, wow. all of a sudden I hate, I hate them. If they start losing two or three in a row for me, forget it. You're on my yeah. shit list. Uh you it's know, hard to I mean, get Brian. It's hard to come back with a golf. Like Sal was saying, he came back with, uh, you know, going against Miami and college hoops. But when you have four days of golf and you just get screwed in a matchup against some guy, it's really hard to come back the next day with a guy, the same yeah. guy. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But then there are guys who post, uh, I mean, who had the big swing last week, right? I don't know. Maybe this is boring for everyone. Someone went from <laughs> minus plus six to minus six and. Who was it? Uh, it was your, your guy, Harry. Hatton. Hatton. Oh, yeah, Hatton. Terrell Hatton. Yeah. Yeah, th- this wouldn't so. have happened if Parley Kid just took UFC for Christ's sake. Yeah. <laughs> that card sucks. <laughs> that UFC card. Retired. I don't I'm retired, guys. <laughs> and I try to get boxing, but they're all minus 1600s. You know, it's, uh, <laughs> Teddy Atlas is right. All right, Harry, give us your uh, best bet. All right, I'm going to do college basketball tomorrow. I'm going to take, uh, I'm going to go to the SEC. I'm going to take Mississippi State uh, plus eight and a half against Alabama. Look, let's. There's uncharted waters here for the Tide. Bama never really been in this position before, being a number one seed in the conference tournament. Uh, both games they played this season were close. They were within eight points. DJ Stewart yes, today for uh, the Bulldogs 
had a team season high of 10 assists versus Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Look, I'm even thinking of sprinkling as uh, a little on the money line of plus 320 here. Give Whoa. Mississippi State a shot here. But against Bama here, I'm going to take Mississippi State with the eight and a half as my uh, as my best play of the uh, of the of the podcast. All right. I don't say this often, but I, I really liked all of that reasoning, Harry, from you. Um, the only thing I don't like, it's a, it's a wait, when is that game? Oh, that's a, that's a 9 a.m. game for uh, the West Coast. Yeah. Oh, gosh. <laughs> oh. Hey, sorry, know. listeners. So, Jim, when you put this podcast up, you really <laughs> I, I don't know if like you could have red like flashing letters or something, but just say Harry's best bet is in 25 minutes. So please listen to this now. <laughs> Something like that. Uh, Brian's bet is Saturday. Parley kids is tricky because if you don't get that before they tee off, although that that the positioning will come back uh, Friday night too. You know what we're gonna true, go with? True, we're, we're doing it. Fat Bryson. Hopefully he doesn't uh, he doesn't kill it tomorrow. It just kind of stays like one under par, and then he'll, this top five odds will be similar. We can uh, get this. We can get this graphic up tonight. We'll yeah, get we'll it get, up get tonight. Right, <laughs> hey, hey, meatballs. Has, That's has an order fit, meatballs. Has, has wow. FanDuel been doing the live top finishes? Some I felt like sometimes we used Maybe to see that. Maybe they do. Yeah. But uh, anyway, it'll it'll uh, jump up there. Look, he's not going to be minus 300 to be top five tomorrow. So um, let's go with Fat Bryce in top five. Yes. Uh, right now, it is what? Plus 185? Plus 185. Yeah. I need Rom. I'm, be- I'm betting Rom over Surge uh, every week for top Spaniard because I think it's a, a fun uh, phrase to say. But um, it's, then when you have to watch it, it's not great because Serge so, seems like minus five every first uh, round. Yeah, he's only seven back, Rom. So far, all right, so. all right. Well, <laughs> listen. Hey, look what happened did yet last week against. Auburn, yeah, that's very so. possible. If you want to be the top Spaniard in this game, you need to work at it. And there was only two of them, by the way, listed every week. So that's good. All right, uh, Paula kid, I'm going with you, Bryson. Top five. Like I said, next week we will have uh, Tate the Snake Frazier on. A lot of animosity between him and Jim Cunningham. That's going to come out. Jim, the eyes are ones. Tell us where people could uh, see you online. Yep. At Jim Cunningham, the eyes are ones. There you go. All right. Brother Bry, you're at the Brother Bry. At the Brother Bry. Um, yeah, I don't know what I got going on. I might be getting a dog in the next like week or two. Is that so. right? Wow. What took so long? Well, it's I've been on a wait list for like six months, I think, and it's supposed to be six months to a year. But now I might, and I what? might be getting one. I I what? feel like I'm I'm drowning anyway in life, like just between oh good ev- everything going <laughs> on and like you got to see my house looks like a hoarder's house, <laughs> and like I'm like I really got to clean up for this dog, and I'm just it's just I don't know how I'm gonna do it. What Bri, type of dog, you, Bri? You say you're waiting. You're uh, on a wait list for the dog, but you Australian Shepherd. You don't have to get them PSA graded, right? You could just get it. You said <laughs> you just buy them. I don't yeah. know what the thing is. I know it's like you know, it's, it's not like a T-shirt. I guess I got. Well, I listen. I think we can make a fun thing of this. Joel, you have a nice suggestion here. What is it? <laughs> I mean, Brian has enough on his plate. So if anyone wants to email us names for the dog. Yes. Uh, you, you can email us. That's a good idea. Cousin Sal against all odds. Uh, wait, what the, what is it? Cousin Sal. <laughs> Cousin Sal against all odds at gmail.com. Isn't that it, Jim? Um, sure. <laughs> Cousin Sal against all odds. Just, just probably avoid any UFC fighter, I think. Yeah, Maybe right. For Brian yeah, for now. And the dog. For now, no UFC sure. fighters. All right. Uh, chalk talker, right? Yeah, at the Chalk Talker, Sal. Um, 
Uh, yeah, besides the Islanders just keep winning. Uh, <laughs> it's awesome, yeah. right? I mean, that's honestly that I have them on. I picked them like what was it at uh, twenty to one? Looking good in our in our draft to win the whole thing. Mm-hmm. They are legit. Uh, high school sports has been put on hold here a little bit where we are, thanks to a couple of positive tests and the uh. Uh, ridiculous bureaucracy that, uh, mm. you know, encaps- encapsulates it all. And Any uh, any officials you want to call out uh, specifically? Probably <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, you, you know, start at the top, I guess. I don't, I don't know. Oh. Well, with our with our governor with our governor here i so. see oh, okay yeah Whoa. well come on we can we can we can bash him we, well yeah when there's high school sports going on in california um it, it feels like uh everybody else should be should yeah be no well it is going on just not at our school right now so i see um that's and it's it. weird that cuomo would have it out for your school when his old man spoke at the school many many he years did speak ago. at our school he actually yeah. gave us an extra day off if you remember yeah. Um, now they're making up for it. What year? What year was that? I totally. I probably like. Forgot. Probably like eighty six. I don't even. Yeah. I mean, I was so young. So, I don't right? even remember yeah. that. Yeah. Probably around that. Doctor Larea was uh, good friends with. Uh, yeah. Larry, yeah. Right. Right. Larea, right. Larea. Right. Yeah. All right. Well, parlay kid. Uh, by the way, we have. So I've been waiting. I, we haven't had organized sports here since March fifth in my family, at least. I think Archie had like a wrestling meet or something, and that was it. And now, so I've been waiting a full year plus and Harrison, my seven-year-old has a baseball game on Saturday and Archie has a football game and it is a, exactly the same time, 11 a.m. <laughs> and the football game is 45 uh, minutes away and, you know, whatever, the, the Little League baseball game is five minutes away. So now so, I have to figure it. Now there's just a lot of screaming going back and forth and really no solution as to how I'm going to see both, but we'll figure it out. I don't know it. how you do it. Paul. Are, are you going to art? Are you going to Archie's just because older high school? I think I have to do that. Uh, and also all- Harrison's little league baseball goes, there's four preseason games. They're calling them preseason games. These kids are seven. Harrison's seven. <laughs> He's like the old one of the oldest on the team. There's four preseason games. Then there's spring break and there's 10 games after that. So I think this takes huh. us into June and then they have a playoff game too. Wow. So this is almost mid June now. Yeah. So I could, I could, I don't want to miss the first. Yeah. Little I mean, game, can, the, but... can the coach stop it at any point in time? If the, so what is that in terms of it's a coach it's pitch, a kid pitch machine, team? machine pitch, machine pitch. You guys go like, machine pitch. Yeah. I like the machine. Yeah. That's, Five, that's probably uh, the best idea. Five yeah. swings. Yeah. So that's great. Uh, yep. That's that. And six. Wait till, wait till your first year a kid pitch. That's the worst. Yeah. Well, I went through that with Archie. Yeah. It's not fun. It's not fun. But, <laughs> that's um, right. That's right. Archie, uh, anyway. All right. Harry at AO Harry. What is it? Is it pool time anytime soon? I was talking to uh, the Grizz, Scott Holmes, and he very much appreciated that you designate a couple hours and you call it pool time for you oh, and the, and the pool time pool time absolutely now yeah, it would be pool time uh this weekend a little bit um uh bry i'm happy to hear that you're getting a dog uh your, your daughters will uh, probably love that just do me a favor bry do not name it kelly or ben <laughs> that's it that's all i'm guessing he probably wasn't going to uh, anyway <laughs> When he uh, said Ke- when he said Kelly at first, I thought that was for a different reason. Anyway, <laughs> I to see it, but we'll leave that one alone. <laughs> yeah. 
Anyway, all right. Uh, I'm. I want to get sued. At the cousin Sal, uh, you catch me on Twitter there. Uh, laugh lines with Rachel Benetta and Chris Stefano. That was very funny this week. Um, we have the lemon pepper parlay guys. We have what else? Extra points with Dave Damashek and Dave Damashek and Kevin Hench going at it really crazy on minus three. <laughs> Spaghetti, what was the highlight? Dave is trying to change. There's a video up, but he's trying to change the NCAA tournament for the worst, right? Making it two, is, two yeah, out of that's three. Probably the major highlight of that day. Once double elimination, 16 team March Madness, basically removing all the fun of March Madness. And uh, Hench uh, really gave it to him on that one. Another um, kind of hilarious but mean story about Hench playing in a men's basketball league with a, a ref um, who he did not like a call he gave and he explains why. So that was uh, quite interesting. Oh, okay. All right. Hench <laughs> is a madman, by the way. Uh, but anyway, that's minus three. Lots going on. Lemon Pepper, the Betting Academy. They got all your basketball. That'll be there'll be a new episode tomorrow. And that'll do it for another episode of Against All Odds. Hey, watch Fox Bet Live tomorrow, Friday, 5 p.m. Eastern. And for the degenerate trifecta and heel producer, Jim Cunningham. I'm Sal saying so long and happy handicapping. Now-